0: Hello and welcome. Today is Wednesday, April the 24th and I am back again to talk to you guys about interviews. Yes, this seems to be the popular topic at this time since there is so many people looking for work these days and I'm always trying to give tips and tricks about what to say, what to think, how to feel, what to wear, etc. To most of my family members and friends. I also prepare resumes, cover letters, and references for my um co workers and other people who reach out to me in regards to that area. Um and um I just want to come to you guys. You get a special treat today. You get to listen to a recording where I interviewed with the Vice President of a company called catapult Help and I didn't do as well as I thought I would I'm always nervous on interviews so they even though I have all this wonderful advice about the interviews I have a tendency not to listen to my own advice when I am nervous I laugh a little bit and so I think I do that too much but I feel like at times I'm appropriate and so you'll hear a little laughter and um there are there's beeping and and buzzing inside the the recording because as soon as i get on the um interview or on the phone with somebody who is very very important then um of course i get all kinds of text messages and phone calls and so this interview was with the vice president of the company and this is my third interview and um generally when you have um when you get to the third interview they are considering you as a strong candidate for the job and um when you make it all the way up to the vice president then um somebody has referred you to the top and so with that being said, um, mo- this interview was not a a typical interview. I actually recorded the interview before this one, which was the one that was at length and um, I laughed the oh my god i giggled so much it was ridiculous i'm i'm certainly surprised that the young lady referred me to the vice president because i was extremely nervous it was a skype interview which means i had to have full wig and makeup and a suit on inside my kitchen table i had moved things around to so that she would just see the back part of my curtain and um of course it's just a solid color so I was just making sure that everything went well however I was going to post that interview on the podcast but I thought I wasn't I I just I was like this is I'm going to discourage people with this interview cuz I did answer some questions but I giggled in between which made her laugh which I felt that brought down Um, our interview to a more comfortable interaction with each other and now with all that being said my name is terry i am a nurse educator and a cpr instructor and a small business owner if you don't mind please Clap it up on this um, podcast. Um, share this podcast if you feel that someone needs to hear it. Also, you can sponsor me by clicking the sponsor button. and Or you can message me and let me know what you think about my podcast. And if you have any questions or concerns that you want to um, talk to me about i also blog i need to update my blog i haven't been on it in a couple of weeks but i will do that today and it is called the nurse informant dot okay and so let's get started so like i said before if you are on the third interview and it is with the vice president of the company you they already feel you qualify for the job and um If this is you, congratulations, you have made it this far. So what they typically want to know is, um, will you be able to do the job? And they'll ask you questions about your work ethics and how well you work with others and how you are as a leader or a follower and can you work under pressure? And they may even ask you a, a difficult problem and how to deal with it. And so, um, I, um, of course went to their website, made sure I knew a little bit about the company, and I did this on the first two interviews and just kind of let them know that I was impressed by their, um, their, um, excuse me, the way that they do things throughout the company and, um, how their, they, um, their analytics, um, showed that they were, um, productive and how they help the community and things of that nature and so with without further ado i'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen to the recording once it's done i'm going to come back and give you a little bit more of uh insight on what i think i did right and wrong and wrap it up so here we go
1: out to you guys and chat really briefly so maybe 10 minutes at the most. I don't have fancy interview questions so if you're looking forward to those, you're going to be disappointed. Um, But just to kind of catch any other questions you may have or anything that um, pops up, just kind of get your thoughts on Team Lead. Um, She may or may not have said I'm the Director of Operations for Catapult so Kelsey um, works directly for me and then as a Team Lead Kelsey has a team of but coaches, they're kind of like regional guys that the team leads to follow under. So okay. that's kind of how it's set up. Um, but, yeah, so t- typically my first question is after all the talks you've had with everybody, because I'm assuming you probably talked with Jeremy
0: yes. and
1: Kelsey. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, can I give me an idea? Very nice people. <laughs> that's good to know. We always want, especially with Jeremy reaching out for the very first conversation for people like, this guy knows what he's talking about and it's easy to talk to. So that's good to know. Right. So after Kelsey kind of went through the position, what are you kind of excited about um, as far as what the team lead uh, position would give you a chance to do?
0: Well, I'm most definitely excited about the fact that I get to be a part of or – Considering, you know, you guys are considering me to be a part of what you're doing throughout the community and with those who are, um, in, um, the um, business aspects. As far as, um, we're going to, um, be bringing the clinics and the um, health-related, um, preventions to people who wouldn't typically be able to get to a doctor Monday through Friday. Eight to four or whatever the case may be and so that's inspiring all by itself just because you know being able to bring them those um, preventative measures and make sure that their health is um, intact um, is is important it's an important part of the community and um, I'm excited to be a part of that you know as far as bringing the health prevention and education throughout the community while people at the job. Yeah, and with that, with Arkansas for
1: sure, um, it's a pretty big climb for us. So this year we'll probably see uh, maybe a little bit more. We might be 45,000 people that we see um, from January to end of October. So um, in that 10 month time frame, just impacting tons and tons of people within the state. So right. uh, definitely something that you get to be a part of and kind of see every day in the Ins and outs of how we make it happen, and kind of move on to different locations. And like you said, being there to be convenient, so those people that necessarily maybe they can't fit in time to go to the doctor outside of work, and uh, being able to do it on site and get the same quality of care.
0: Right. Um, exactly. As well
1: as doing it in a time frame that is convenient too. So we always try and do it in 40 minutes or less, which we track that too. In like 85 percent or so of uh, checkups are finished in 40 yeah. minutes. But yeah, you kind of nailed it with that. <laughs> one thing we uh, also look at for team leads is kind of the leadership side of things, yeah. and that's one thing that's really kind of um, improved for us probably over the last two years or so, is we um, focused on the leadership side of things rather than just technical skills. Yeah. Um but obviously we can train the technical side of things, and between Corey and as the clinic coach, and then Kelsey kind run running training. Um, for new team leads, the technical side is one of those things that kind of comes and just repetition and you'll be fine. I always say people just yeah. need some rest and they're good to go. Yeah. But, uh, the leadership side is what we really look forward to. So from your perspective, just leading a group of random techs that could happen, uh, to be with you on a Monday and then you don't see them again until Tuesday, um. How do you feel kind of evaluating personalities and working with different people and maybe trying to figure out how you approach different situations with different people?
0: Well, um, basically, I have been par diem um, for my, most of my career. And um, as a matter of fact, I've done um, some travel uh, I haven't actually traveled, but I've taken local per assignments from a travel company, travel agency. And so with that being said, over the last um, 15 years, I have literally walked inside of hospitals in my area and say, hey, I'm Terry, I'm a nurse, where you want me? (laughs) That's my spiel. And at when people see me, they're like, there she go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she coming to work with us today. We're going to have a good day type situation. Because I mean, it when you're in a situation like that, you have to be adaptable and you have to be able to communicate. And so when they say, okay, Terry, we want you on the cardiac floor where there's monitors that you have to read the." and things like that the uh, tele scripts and I'm like okay well I've not done that before but I go up with a great attitude and I'll tell the monitor tech listen I haven't done this before so you tell me you know even though I'm the RN I'm accountable their texts but they've been sitting there longer than me they know what they know better than I do so as far as being a leader a good leader is willing to listen to those who are on their team, and so if I come across somebody who's worked for Catapult longer than me, and they say, "Okay, we do it this way," okay, well let's do it that way. Let's see how that works. If it doesn't, then we can adjust it accordingly, and etc. Since I'm the new person on the team, you know, sometimes leaders have to take, um, you know, have to have to be led. You know what I mean? And so um, I. I pretty I can pretty much adapt to anything and pretty much anybody. I mean, it was I'm I'm almost fifty, <laughs> and it was until I, it wasn't until I was like forty two that I found out somebody didn't like me. I was like, wait, <laughs> but wait, <laughs> I'm great, like you know. And so I'm I'm pretty adaptable and and you know, I worked for the school of nursing and um. Um, my second day in clinicals, um, the students just raved to the administration about how they were so glad that I was, you know, assigned to them in clinicals. So, I mean, I yeah. feel like I make a good impression on people. And I, I think Kelsey had a question that what if somebody had an attitude and didn't want to work that day. And I, I do feel communication is a big part of making sure everything runs smoothly. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, I, I would just, you know, talk to that person and let's, you know, try to encourage them to get on board or whatever the case may be.
1: And a lot of that, what you just said, also spills over um, to individual patients as well. So everything's early in the morning and those guys um, may come in later in the day typically, but they come in for an early appointment. So the same things you just said kind of spills over to patients too and kind of being able to relate to those guys that baby grumpy every now and then and kind oh, uh, of relax them a little bit as they come in so that's definitely
0: good to hear. Listen, Was I have worked to, at the VA for 11 years. I have never had a quote unquote bad patient. Even when I come on shift and the night shift nurse reports that this person would be um, busy um, I've never had a, and and this is the honest to God truth, I never had what I consider a bad patient because, you know, first of all, they're there, they're sick, and our job is to take care of their needs, and so that's what I'm there for, you know. Well, sometimes when you come in a room and say, hey, what can I do to help you, that's different than, you know, just coming in there, going off of the report that you have
1: you know, you got from the previous person. Another thing, too, that, um, and this isn't a trick question either. Some of people act like it's a trick question. Just in the conversations with Kelsey that you had, was there anything that kind of worried you or you thought, yeah, I might need a little bit more support on that initially until I get going? Was there anything that kind of popped into your mind as, that, that could be a little bit difficult, but I feel like I can handle it after I get some support, or did you think, yeah, I'm
0: with everything? Um, I'm pretty fine with everything she was she explained everything um, at length and um, we talked for quite a bit and um, Jeremy as well he explained everything um, and I I was I was fine with everything I everything that they said that was expected of me I felt like I could do it um, in regards to you know the job description and what catapult is doing and what you guys are about i felt i felt good about it i felt good about being a part of the team and um i just felt good about you know the explanations that they gave me they were clear nice
1: did kelsey talk to you about training at all
0: how she sets that up um i Maybe yeah i think she Talk to me. I'm trying to think. It's only been a few days. That's well, pretty sad. Yeah, I'm so sorry. What she
1: normally does is um, <laughs> she does it over three days, and she kind of brings both new team leads into Dallas. And um, okay. they okay. do one day as kind of a get-to-know catapult kind of deal, and then um, they do like a hands-on clinic day, and then she sits down afterwards. And so, okay, based on the, the your past experience, what we've done today, I feel like let's rock and roll and go ahead and get in a clinic. Or she may have somebody that says, hey, I think we need to go ahead and put you in a shadow with another team lead. So she kind of tailors what you would specifically need to what kind of went on in training. So you're not just kind of left out there after training to try and remember everything. Uh, we have some people that come through and go through training that um, go straight into regular clinics, especially if it's somebody who, let's say, was a health tech for Catapult for two years. So they kind of know all that piece. Mm -hmm. And then they get the team lead stuff kind of added and they're ready to go right out of the gate. We've also had people from the outside come in and do the same thing too, just from their experience and kind of what they've been doing. They jump straight into clinics and then like I said, we can tailor shadows with other team leads as well. So from a training perspective, you get a a lot of kind of hands-on time with Kelsey and um, get to ask those questions of what if this happens and and that kind of thing. So definitely, definitely worth the three days to come out of it and kind of get that going. Um, Were there any other questions that after you hung up with Kelsey that you thought, man, I should have asked her this, or did she pretty uh, much answer everything you
0: needed? Yeah, she did. Uh, I I noticed that you said something about Dallas, and Jeremy uh, spoke um, about Dallas as well. And so, um, the only question that I do have is that it um, is the training in Dallas. Is all the training in Dallas.
1: So right now, all of our team lead training is in Dallas. Like I said, kind of those three days. And then if you did a shadow, it would be in Arkansas with the local guys there. Mm -hmm. Um, For the tech training, the tech positions, we started doing um, some of that stuff locally in Little Rock. But that's kind of how we're set up today.
0: Is the um, training um, scheduled per you guys or... Um, is there like three days that you can pick from
1: as? So she has a couple of different ones kind of on the calendar. I see. Um, and if you like have something that's pre scheduled or you said, hey, I can't make that training, she's pretty flexible. I'm trying to get you in there. Obviously, want to get it going as okay. quickly as possible, but if something's right. up, then we, we can be flexible on how we, okay. what class we get you in.
0: Yeah, okay. Sure. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah.
1: Well, That's all the questions well, that I have. <laughs> nice. Well, like I said, I won't take up a ton of your time, um, just a couple of minutes, just to get to know you. Um, as we kind of move forward, we'll end up meeting in person and um, seeing each other face-to-face. But thanks for taking the time to uh, talk with me, and I appreciate oh, it. thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, I'll talk
0: right. to
1: you later. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, you guys, that was the interview. What did you think about it? I know, I know, I know. I cut him off a couple times. Um, I was a little long-winded. I I feel like I talked too much, but I traded the giggling for talking a lot. I couldn't remember what I was told about the training. I don't remember, or I don't think the young lady mentioned Dallas, but I just kind of, like, played it off just, you know, just acted like she did but i couldn't remember she did not mention dallas now jeremy mentioned dallas but she did not however um um she did mention the three days um that i would uh um be training and um the vice president of a company they do not have a very long time to talk to you um kelsey as he mentioned she interviewed me before he calls and we talked almost an hour but he literally had 15 to 20 minutes to talk to me so my advice would, to you would be to keep it short professional and sweet and um i kept it sweet i I try to keep it short, but I was a little off on the professionalism because I still giggled a little bit. But that's fine because I made him laugh too. Um, if you um go back, you would hear that as well, and um he kept asking me is there anything else is there anything else i feel like i wanted to mention money but i did not because the money that they're uh, offering me is um it's not as much as i'm used to making as a rn who has about um 13 14 years of experience although i've been at the bedside for 25 years i was a tech for eight a lpm for five and i've been in RN since 2006 so that's about a little over 25 years and so basically they're offering me ten dollars less than what i'm used to making and so i actually sat down for a moment and did the math and um they pay for Um, mileage. And so this uh, particular job that I applied for, um, I would be going to, um, what they call headquarters in my city, um, here in Arkansas, my local city. And then I would be picking up the materials, um, the blood pressure cuffs and the, um, equipment to test blood sugars and do lab work. And then I would be assigned to a um organization such as let's just say um I would go inside of um a school right uh or the school district or um Blue Cross Blue Shield, their headquarters. I would be the person who would set up that clinic um maybe in an area where they had had designated. Uh, me to um have for that day, and then a few health techs would be with me to draw the blood and take the blood pressures, etc. And I would be there to facilitate the clinic and talk to the patients, do the intake, um, with the um patients, and if in fact those lab values were abnormal or um blood sugar, blood pressures, or any other uh, abnormalities would come about, then I would be the one who would be ultimately responsible for calling the ambulance if I needed to or uh, setting them up to Skype with an APRN uh, through Catapult. And so that's what that specific job is uh, in regards to um, the interview. And um, I initially applied for the job thinking that um, I would be... A health tech because that's how they had the job uh, posted but when the guy called he said no you are overqualified to be in health tech so we want you to be the clinic lead and in essence you would be facilitating and leading a group of health technicians and setting up the clinic or whatever and so I accepted that as um, um, being um, considered for and so um i also was prepared to tell him a little bit about myself and you guys please excuse the clicking and the moving around it's kind of hard to still when you're listening to somebody else I'm, I'm certain you may be doing something i'm not for sure but generally when people are listening to podcasts they're working or something so anyways um I was prepared to um, if he said tell me about yourself then I would have said well presently I am working as a CPR instructor where I go into community daycares and doctors offices to provide CPR for their staff I am also a healthcare instructor for an online school and I'm passionate about community service and teaching and I would also add that I recently worked as a secretary of a multicultural organization and where I increased visibility by creating social media platforms and community service events. And um and I would like to conclude with, you know, I I was, you know, I wouldn't conclude with this. I would just say I was able to engage with the community. I enjoyed being able to inform, empower, and encourage those who needed it. I have over 25 years of bedside patient care with experience in various areas to include geriatrics, oncology, mass surge, and the emergency room. Um, you can even say that um, I I blotted this out, but I believe this experience and training has prepared me to work in fast-paced environment because that was one of their. Excuse me. in a fast-paced environment. That was one of their descriptives for who they were looking for. As you can see, by looking at my resume, I graduated with my master's in the specialty of nurse education, and I've been an RN for 13 years. So he asked me what what I, um, I kind of like wanted to join Catapult, and so um, I had included that into my Tell Me About Yourself. And so, um, you know, I just put... I'm interested in joining a healthcare organization where my skills and my education is recognized as the valuable and appreciated. And about me personally, I'm a mother of two children, a teenager, two adult children, a teenager, and I have four beautiful grandkids. So, and I'm married to the most wonderful man in the South who happens to be a nurse as well. So I wouldn't have done all that but I have it all written out and visible to me so that I could have skipped parts according to um, how much time he had or how much time that was allowed on the um, interview. Um, I've always been passionate about helping people, so nursing felt like a natural fit. If anybody asked, why would you want why are you a nurse or why did you decide to nurse and that's the answer to that question i've always been passionate about helping people so nursing felt like a natural fit and um if he would have asked what is your greatest weaknesses in your career um i um i had a um insert that okay you guys gonna hear me tapping on the screen my strength is that i work well under pressure i enjoy working as a part of a team but i'm also quite self-motivated and efficient working alone and then if he would have said what were your what what are your weaknesses and i'd have been like hmm well i believe i'm too much of a perfectionist and so My dressings have to be meticulous my charting is probably longer than it should be and I check and recheck everything I might have to learn how to balance that with conserving time so those are the two things that I picked for my strengths and weaknesses and um, I feel like that's pretty acceptable Um, and um, that's what um, I had another strength if he would have asked me what you know that I had wrote down so um I would have said um my strengths would also be empathy problem solving communication, attention to detail self awareness and interpersonal skills so one of one of three of those so so I just kind of wrote down some stuff just to um keep me um um most of, not none of this I said to him by the way as you can hear from the interview but I'm telling you what I would have said to him had he asked and so um those are just some tips and tidbits that um you can take from um what this podcast is about okay and so with that being said I am going to um, release the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Click the link in my bio. Go ahead and register or apply for my patient care assistant course. Um, it's self paced. It's a low cost. And once you're done, you will be a certified patient care assistant. I am a licensed school and um it's available for you to take advantage of entering the healthcare field okay um i am actually in the process of moving um my pca um school over to another platform so when that happens i will definitely um let you guys know This podcast is so long, you guys. I'm so sorry. But please, please, please make me your favorite. Um, Come back and, um, well, if you make me your favorite, then you'll see that I've dropped another podcast. And maybe I'll do that tonight. Um, Let's see. Clap it up. Share it with somebody that you think may need the information. Check my link in the bio. Um, What else? Leave a message. You can always email me at learn at pchealtheducation.com. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Um, oh, follow me. Follow me, you guys. I keep forgetting to tell you guys to follow me on Instagram at t.evans44. That is my Instagram name, and now you guys can go over there and see who I am and and look at all the good stuff that I post. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, I wanted to come back and tell you that um, it was not the vice president of the company. He was the director of operations, and I did get offered the job, but... Um, after I came home and talked to my husband about what was expected they wanted me to travel and um, they were going to pay me um, even less than what I was initially quoted Um, I refused or um, I will be sending a a declination letter in the morning so I'm just not going to take the position however thank you guys again for following me thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon